So, I have something in this bag. And it's something that is very kind of exciting to me. And it's kind of exciting because a few reasons. So first of all, it's kind of exciting because it's brand new. Nothing has happened yet to mess it up. You know, so I love things when they're brand new and shiny, okay? So I'm excited about this because this is something that I'm going to use with somebody that I love. It's a way that I will spend quality time with this person. And I'll look back at it over the years as something to remember what things were like right then. So, and then the other reason that I'm excited about this is because of what it represents. The possibilities of what's going to happen with this. See, right now it's empty. But the possibilities of what might fill it up is pretty exciting. Now, can anybody guess what might be in my bag? Any guesses out there? Let's see. Willie, what do you think? A toy? Mm, let's see. No, nope, not a toy. Lincoln, what do you think? Money. Nope. Nope, it's not money. Let's see. Anyone else? Let's see. on it, but it's not just a picture. Okay, anyone else? Okay, over here, I see. It's not a photo book, but you're getting pretty close, Matea. It's not a photo book. Let's see. Okay, Olivia in the back, what do you think? Nope. Okay. Let's see. I'm going to get... <laughs> It's okay. This is a kid's service. <laughs> I need a helper to come up and pull this out for me. Let's see. Who can do that? Let's see. Okay. I'm going to get Tommy. Come on up, Tommy. Okay. Here we go. Everyone, drum roll, please. Here we go. is a journal. There we go. Okay, thank you. You can go sit down. Thanks, Tommy. All right. So this is a journal, and it has on the front a beautiful picture, and it says, life is a beautiful adventure. Now, I know that some people might not think a journal is very exciting, but for me, it's very exciting. First of all, because I like office supplies. I'm a little bit of an office supply nerd. I love new office supplies and that kind of stuff. But a journal is exciting to me because of what might go in it. You see, my journal isn't just a thing where I just write down, this is what I did today and that kind of stuff. When I journal, this is where I write prayers to God. Or I'll write praises to God or maybe even complaints to God. This is where I talk to God. So it's a very exciting thing for me when I think about what might fill these pages. What is God going to do? How is he going to fill those pages? So that's what I'm super excited about was this journal because all the what ifs of the year. When I think about a brand new journal. And some people are the same when it comes to a brand new year. Do you guys know that it's a brand new year today? What year is it? 20? 
2023. That's right. Good job. So some people, when it's time to come to a new year, they're like, ooh, I'm so excited. I just don't know what's going to happen. What's going to happen? And some people, when it comes to a new year, they're like, I just don't know what's going to happen. What's going to happen? They're nervous about it. But you know what? We already know somebody who knows what's going to happen. Who do you think that is? God, that's right. He already knows everything's going to happen. And is God in control of all things? And can we trust God? So do you think we need to be worried about what's coming this year? No, because we can trust God, right? Absolutely. It's amazing because he already knows everything that's going to happen. So a few years ago, I read something in a magazine, and it was this lady who picks a certain word. She just chooses a word, and she says, this is going to be my theme word for the year. So some people might pick the word like strong or grow or peace or that kind of thing. And so for her, she chose the word joy, and she spent the year doing everything that made her joyful. Well, I grabbed onto this idea. I thought, that's a great idea because I said that I am a nerd when it comes to, like, new office supplies. I am a huge, huge, even bigger word nerd. You guys say that with me? Word nerd. Word nerd. I love words. I love digging into what words mean and how else you can say things. And I love words. So the idea of having one word that is kind of like a theme was really exciting to me. And the thing is, though, I kind of changed it because I said to myself, well, you know, I could pick a word, but there's somebody else who knows better than me what I need for this next season of my life, and that's God. So instead of me choosing a word, I started saying to God at the beginning of, like, every new season of life or every year, okay, God, do you have a word for me? And sometimes the Lord has given me a bunch of different words. Some of those words that I said to you might have been one of my words. And most of the words that he gives me are just kind of for me and for my own life. But sometimes he has me to share my words. So at the end of November, God gave me a brand new word. And it's a really, really good word. Like I've had some words that are like, okay, I'm not really sure how that's going to play out in my life, Lord. But, but this word was a really, really good word. A really, really exciting word for me. And at first, I thought it was just for me. And about a week later, after I got this word, I was in staff meeting, and God said to me, nope, I want you to share it with your coworkers. And so I shared it with my coworkers. And they were like, that's a cool word. That sounds really great. I like that. And then a week later, I was in another meeting with our steering committee for our capital campaign. And God said to me, I want you to share it with these guys too. And so I did. I shared my word with them. And they were like, wow, that's a really exciting word. That's a really exciting message that comes with that. And so then I was starting to think, well, maybe my word this time isn't just for me. Maybe my word is for a whole bunch of others. And then we sat down to talk about this service. And God said to me, guess what? You're going to tell everyone at that service, this word is for them too. It's for all the kids and for all the grown-ups in the church. And I was like, oh, okay, we're getting ready now. So this is 
my word. Are you ready? Are you ready? Okay, okay. Now remember, remember I said that I think God wants to give this word to everyone in the church. So even if you think that the idea of a theme word is kind of hokey, please keep an open mind because God might want to use this word to speak to you. Maybe not today, maybe not even this month, but sometime in this year, this word may come and hit your heart. So are you ready? Whoa, look at you guys. Here we go. My new word for this season is anticipate. Wow, that's a big word, isn't it, kids? Okay, can you guys say this together? Anticipate. Let's say it one more time. Anticipate. Okay, the grown-ups might know what this means, but maybe you kids don't. So, anticipate. Anticipate means to look ahead and be fairly sure of what's going to happen. You're anticipating something's going to happen. You know this is probably going to happen. So I could say that I anticipate it's going to snow this month. That sounds pretty certain, don't you think? Yes. Anticipating something means that you're fairly confident it's going to happen. But there's more to anticipation than just knowing what to expect. See, I know a few kids out there who are anticipating going to Disneyland. Sometime in the year, the tickets have been bought, the hotels have been booked, their parents told them the good news that they're going, they are anticipating it. Now, do you think those kids are anticipating just like, yeah, we're going to Disneyland, yeah, sure, that's going to happen. Or do you think they're like, we're going to Disneyland, maybe we get to do this, and I can't wait to do this, and you know what, this is totally, I'm going to do this. Which do you think it is? Thank you. The second one. Absolutely. They are excited about it. See, anticipation often includes excitement. Being excited about what's coming, even if you don't know for sure exactly what's all going to happen. So now, when God gave me this word, it was kind of dramatic. He's never really given me one this dramatic before. I was in bed and I was sleeping, totally zonked out. My husband tells me I snore, so. So I was totally asleep, and then all of a sudden, poof, I was awake, which is unusual because normally I take a little time to wake up. But it was almost like God had, like, stood over me and said, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. And I was awake, and I could sense God's presence there, and I could sense as I was laying in bed, I could sense his excitement. It was like he was almost shaking because he was so excited to tell me this. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? And then I heard the whisper of the word, anticipate. And it took my breath away because it felt like an invitation and a promise and a dare all wrapped into one. It was just amazing. And I was like, Whoa, that's incredible. An invitation. An invitation to excitement, to dreaming big what-ifs. An invitation to expect God to do good things. An invitation to ask God to do big things and to be in wonder. So I'm laying in bed and I'm kind of like, 
whoa, God, this is crazy big. Like, I don't want to miss it. I don't know what it means, but I don't want to miss out on it. And as my mind begins to think about what it means when the God of the universe invites you to anticipate, and my mind is just starting to go into overdrive, and then he drops two more little words into my heart. And those words are immeasurably more. Okay, so all the adults just went, ooh, good words, right? So I knew what those meant. But for those of you who don't, those are words from the book of Ephesians, chapter 3, verse 20, where God talks about how he can do immeasurably more. And I want to read it to you, this verse. But I'm going to read it to you. Before I talk about the immeasurably more, I'm going to read it to you in a kid's version. Oh, I'll move over so that people can see that on the bottom of the screen. So it says this. With God's power, that's not the one that I wanted it in a different version. Sorry. Okay. With God's power working in us. So whose power is working in us? God's power. With God's power working in us, he can do much, much more than anything we can ask or think. Wow. This verse tells us that God's power is at work in us. That's amazing first. In his followers, that's you and me, anyone who's chosen to put Jesus as the king of their life, his power is at work in us. The same power that spoke the galaxies into existence. The same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead is in us. And he says that he can do more with that power than we can ever ask, think, or imagine. Now, I don't know about you, but I have a pretty good imagination. I can imagine a whole lot of things. And God says he can do even more than that. So he says it's not just more than we can imagine. It's much, much more. Okay, so I want this group over here. Whenever I point at you, I want you to say much, much more. Ready? Let's practice. Awesome. Okay. So this is where my word nerd picks up again. Okay? Because when I get excited about a Bible verse, I like to check it out in a whole bunch of different translations. So what I do is I take out my phone and I get the YouVersion app. If you don't have the YouVersion app on your phone, you should get it because it's really good. It's got really great Bible study tools in it. So what I do is I go to that verse and I tap on it and it underlines it on the screen. And then you can go down to the bottom of the screen and press compare. And then a whole bunch of different versions pop up so you can compare how somebody else said that verse. So this is what I did. I went and I got out a whole bunch of different versions. And so as I looked at it, saying, how else did someone say that God can do much, much more? So these are the things that they say. So first of all, it says, with God's power in us, he can do more. There we go. Good. So you guys got to be on your toes. Audience, you're all going to have to be on your toes because you'll all get to be part of this. All right. So he can do much the next one is the one that I said that he's mentioned, immeasurably more. Immeasurably. Immeasurably means you can't even measure it. You won't even be able to measure what God is going to do. 
Immeasurably more. Okay, so that's this group over here. Ready? You're going to say immeasurably more. Let's hear ya. Okay, let's do it one more time. All right. So with God's power in us, we can do more. And the next words are super abundantly more. Whoo! Now, abundantly means that you're completely full. Like you're so full that it's like top coming over the top and overflowing and it's all over the place. You have way more than you need. And that's just abundantly. What is super abundantly like then? That is just like mind-blowingly enough and more than enough and more than you can think or imagine. So this group right here, right down the middle of this middle section, you guys are my super abundantlies. Ready? So here we go. With God's power working in us, we can do more. Okay, okay, I need my super abundant least to be a little louder. Awesome. Okay, there's another one left. Here we go. Are you guys ready? This is, you guys are just on your edge of your seat to find out what you get. Infinitely more. Infinitely more. You guys say that, ready? Infinitely more. Okay, infinite means limitless, endless. God's power working in us is infinite, limitless, endless, mind blown. With God's power working in us, we can do more. Awesome. Far beyond all that we can think, ask, or imagine. You pair that with the invitation to anticipate, and it should take your breath away with fear and awe and wonder that the God of the universe invites us to anticipate what he has for us. How do you even respond to that? The only way that you can with open hands and a yes, God, an amen, God, a so be it. So before we go any farther, though, I want to make sure that you all understand. This invitation to anticipate and all this more. All of that more is not just for us. It's not meant for us. It's not about us. Do you know who it's about? It's about God. It's not an invitation for us to say, okay, God, here's my wish list. Now make my life perfect. No, it's an invitation to make God great. Let's look at the next verse. It says, Ephesians 3.21, it says, To him, that's talking about God, be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever. Amen. See, our lives are meant to show the world how awesome God is. And it's only his power in us that can make that happen. So he works in us, his church, so that he can be seen. So this more that God is doing through us, 
He's doing it so that he gets honor and praise and respect and celebration and adoration and worship that he deserves. Does God deserve our praise, you guys? Is God great? Is God good? I want you guys all to repeat after me. God is good. God is good. One more time. God is good. All right. We're going to take just a little shift in things because this is how we do things and we roll in children's ministry. We're going to take a little shift. We're going to play a game. So this game is going to be on the screen and there's going to be water balloons. And you're going to pick a water balloon in your mind. You can tell it to the person next to you. And we're going to wait and we're going to see if your water balloon pops or not. If your water balloon pops, sit down. You're out of the game. All right? Everyone stand up. And we'll play water balloon pop. Water balloons. Choose the right balloon to stay in the game. If your balloon pops, you are out. Round one. Are you picking red, green, or orange? Oh, if you chose red, you are out. Have a seat. All right, let's see. Here comes round two. Feel the tension. Round three, red, blue, or purple. Which is it gonna be? It's gonna be red. All right, round four, blue, orange, or purple. are knocked down. Oranges, you are out. Wow, Jason family, you guys are like holding strong over there. All right, round five, the last round. Orange, red, or purple. Let's see. Orange. All right. And that is the end of our water balloon. Your prize is bragging rights. All right. Haha. <laughs> so, why did we play that game? Well, in that game, there was waiting. And in the waiting, there was tension. And part of anticipating is waiting. I mean, sometimes anticipation can be good, the waiting, because you're like, Okay, I know that something really good is coming, so it helps me to do the thing I don't really want to do. Like, if you really, really want to be a really amazing piano player, but you hate practicing, it'll help you do that practicing because you know the good thing is coming in the end, right? There's anticipating the good thing. But how many of us like waiting? Is there anyone here who really loves waiting? 
Waiting is not always fun, is it? Waiting can be hard and frustrating and all of those things. But waiting is a big part of anticipation. A lot of times you know something good is coming and you still have to wait. And even though Jesus has invited us to anticipate this year, we have to wait and see exactly what he's going to do. So what do we do while we wait? There's a few things that people can do and really quickly we're going to talk about. What do you do while you're waiting in anticipation for something? Well, if you're going on a trip, you're going to get ready for your trip. So you might look at books or magazines or things that tell you, this is what I could do while I'm there. You might go and buy the things that you know you're going to need while you're on your trip. You're going to pack up different things, right? You might change the way that you eat or exercise or other things. I know of a group of guys from our church who went on a big hike. And in preparation for it, they all did a whole bunch of smaller hikes to get ready for their big hike. So you might do things like that. You might even learn a new skill. So how do you get ready for what God says to anticipate? Well, you can do reading and research. You can spend time in your Bible getting to know the God who you're anticipating will move in your life. You can consider, are there things that I need to change in my life to get ready for for whatever God has? And you might learn new skills. Maybe you're listening to me talk about God giving you a word and God talking to you and you're like, I don't know what that means. I don't know how that happens. Well, we're having the Hearing God seminar over the next few weeks. Pastor Chris talked about it earlier. Maybe hearing God is the right way for you to go. So the next thing that you do when you're anticipating something is you make room. So how many of you guys had some family members come and visit over the holidays? Yeah, that's a big part of Christmas holidays. For me, having my son come home from college is one of the most exciting things about the holidays because I don't get to see him very much. So when I know that he's coming, I do a few things. I get his room ready. I, you know, make his brother move stuff out of their shared bathroom so that there's room for Nate to come home. And I will be watching and I will be um, making sure that he's comfortable. So We make space for God when we anticipate what he's going to do. See, if your grandma and grandpa were coming, maybe you had to move out of your room into another room so that grandma and grandpa could have your room. You were making space for them so they felt welcome. So when we make space for God, we are getting rid of the junk in our heart. So does anyone else here have junk in their heart sometimes? I do. And we need to make sure that we're always trying to get our hearts clear of that junk, any anger or frustration at God or jealousy or greed, we can talk to our God about our sin and he will clean up our hearts. Ask yourself if there's things in your life that you make more important than God. Hmm, is there something in my life that's more important than God? Maybe I should get rid of that. And ask yourself, am I too busy? Is my family too busy? Would we be able to respond if God gave us an interruption or some kind of appointment with someone else? So we got to think about that. So when my son comes home, 
this is part of my making room for him, but also I'm watching for him. When he comes home, on the day he comes home, I'm usually out and I'm watching. I'm in the kitchen and we live just not far off of a highway. And so I watch out the window when I know the time is coming. I watch to see the lights turn onto our road because then I know, oh, he's almost here. Has anyone else ever sat at a window watching for someone to come home? Yeah. I know, it's kind of exciting. Well, that's the other thing we want to do. As we anticipate that God is going to do more, we want to keep watching for God. I call them God sightings. God sightings can be big things or God sightings can be little things. You can see God in a sunrise or a sunset or in the beautiful stars. You can see God in the way other people love you. You can see God... When he does miracles or answers your prayers. Sometimes you can feel God when you're sad and you all of a sudden feel his comfort. When you see God, when you feel God, as we are anticipating him, call it out. Tell other people, hey, look it, that's God. That's a God sighting. We need to keep our eyes open for what God's going to do. So God's invited us to anticipate He's got something special for us. He says he's going to do more, much, much more, immeasurably more, super abundantly more, infinitely more than we can ask, think, or imagine. There are so many possibilities of what God is going to do and how he's going to fill this journal. It's not just for me. It's for all of us to anticipate, wonder, and amazed at what God will do. We don't have to be afraid. God already knows everything that's going to come, and he's always going to be with us. We can be in anticipation and excitement and an invitation to ask. That's a big one, hey? All right. Let's close with a prayer here. God, you're awesome. We want to make room for you. We want to get ready for you. We want to watch for you, God. We want to anticipate in excitement and joy and wonder what you're going to do. Lord, I pray. I pray that you would fill our hearts with excitement and an openness. Open our ears to learn to hear you, God, and our eyes to see you. Lord, I pray for this year that your power and your blessing would be seen in our lives and in our church and in this city and in our country. God, we love you. We love you, God, and we want to worship you. Amen.